It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from Eastern Iowa, where apartment ownership and investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Apartment Specialist Podcast. Thanks for joining the Apartment well, hey, Specialist listeners, Podcast. Hey, listeners, Darren Garman here, and welcome to, to get in touch with Darren. this Go week's podcast. And um, glad you've joined me wherever com. you're at, however you're listening, whenever you're listening. Uh, glad to have you uh, joining me today. Uh, we're going to be covering a subject that... Uh, I find is really something that not a lot of people think about. And I think subconsciously it sabotages them from being better at whatever they want to be better at. Um, and this goes for, I think, not only financial stuff, um, whether it's amount of income you want, whether it's what you want your financial statement to look at, to look like. Uh, and that even goes for, you know, your business, whatever you want your business's financial statement to look like, whatever, however you want your business. So what I'm going, what I'm talking about not only has application to not only business, but personal stuff. And it really has application to almost everything that you want to improve in your life. Um, and I find a lot of people don't use this. And it's borrowing. And when I talk about borrowing, of course, doing what I do in the, uh, in, in the multifamily real estate business world, a lot of people, and I'm sure you too, when you maybe saw the title of the podcast, um, probably thought I'd be talking about borrowing money. And that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, actually, the borrowing money is a good analogy for what I'm going to be talking about. But I'm not talking about borrowing money. I'm talking about borrowing things, actions, habits, of people that have figured out what you haven't figured out. Now, before I go any further, there's two very, very important parts to this. Part one is something you already pretty much know, and I'm not going to actually spend a lot of time on it, uh, because you can open up about any, I don't know, self-help, self-improvement book, listen about any self-help, self-improvement podcast, and invariably, this will come up. And I'll talk a little bit about it, but I'm not going to spend much time on it. So there's really two parts. So part one, you'll be able to, it, it will resonate with you. It, it, it should. Um, and if it doesn't, that's okay. Um, it'll resonate with you now. But it won't be a big mystery to you. Part two, though, I find is a big mystery to a lot of people. A lot of people. And I want to talk about that. And I've got a feeling what I cover on part two of this is going to be a big help to you, not only uh, personally, but financially in, in whatever area or areas of your life uh, you want to improve. 
Um, there's going to be important caveats to it, of course, but I'll get to that in just a second. So let's hit part one about borrowing. And as I mentioned before, it's really about borrowing uh, what other people better than you in whatever area they are better than you at have figured out. So that's not such a mystery, right? So whether it's losing weight, uh, gaining strength, um, reaching a goal financially in your personal life, reaching a financial goal in your business. Um, you know, for me, so it's uh, where our real estate holdings are and reaching our goals with, you know, where we're at with our multifamily properties, you know, everything from occupancy to income to equity to growth, uh, you know, all of that. And then, you know, for me personally, you know, what kind of fitness are we talking about? How much do I weigh? You know, how do I get stronger? What, you know, all, all those kinds of things. So all of us has a list in a lot of areas, right? Uh, and you want to make sure that you're doing your homework and checking out and looking into those folks that have figured it out, that are better than you at wherever and whatever you want to be better at. So, you know, if I'm a wrestler, for example, and I want to be a better wrestler, uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time wrestling, un trying to learn and understand from those wrestlers that are not as good as me or as equally as good as me. That's not going to help me. I'm going to spend as much time as possible wrestling, learning, talking to, understanding those wrestlers that are a hell of a lot better than me. And that analogy can be used for anything and should be used for anything. So wherever and however you want to improve in something, and all of us have a list, you want to seek out those guys, women, uh, people, uh, whatever, that are better than you, what are they what are they doing habit wise? What are they doing routine wise? What are they doing? What are they implementing? And what are their results? And so, you know, it's pretty easy to copy what somebody else has kind of got figured out. Uh, use it and check the results. So uh, I find a lot of folks don't do that. And they want to try to start from scratch without doing what's called what I call homework and finding that information out first um, and taking the time to find it out first rather than just jumping in and then trying to figure it out. Uh, so that's number one. And that's actually pretty easy. And what I just said, as I said before, this is not any big mystery to anybody. But let me talk about number two. And it has everything to do with what I just talked about, with one major exception. Because here's what I find. Um, and I find myself doing this, okay? So I'm not immune to what I'm going to tell you. We like to listen to, learn from, understand, those people we are in absolute agreement with. Those people that are considered experts. Those people that are considered 
good people to emulate, good people to um, study, good people to learn from. Okay, And a lot of times those folks considered good people are folks that we have some kind of admiration for or agreement with. They resonate with us in some way. Okay? Um, and so most of the time, what most everybody does uh, when they implement this step one that I'm talking about will search out, look for, learn from those people that are considered to be good people as well as have things figured out that you're looking to try to improve, right? But there's one important segment that we're all missing out on. And it's forgetting about not spending the time, effort, and energy and seeking out those folks that are considered bad people. Those folks that are considered to be, um, in society's eyes anyway, people to avoid. People you should not spend any time, effort, or energy thinking about, learning from, understanding, or researching. And that's a really big mistake. Uh, because the message, actually, it's a good way to put it. The message that you, that you get from those folks that are considered, uh, let's just say, bad people, you should not judge the message based on the messenger if you deem the messenger to be a bad person. So let's just use a couple of examples for just a moment. I will use Barack Obama as my first example, okay? We're going to get into politics. Oh, I know, I know, Darren, politics, and oh, we're so divided and all that crap. Um, but that's not where I'm going with this. This is instructive, okay? So let's start with Barack Obama. Um, so me personally, I don't agree with uh, Barack Obama's politics, Okay, uh, I didn't when he was president, and I don't agree with his politics now. However, however, you'd be hard pressed to find a better communicator than Barack Obama in recent history. And by recent history, let's just say over the last 20 years, the guy oozes charisma every time he's speaking. And so I do a fair amount of public speaking. And so what I mean by that is I do small group presentations. Um, I'll do webinars. Uh, I'll do conference calls. I don't do any big group presentations uh, now, used to, uh, but not so much anymore. But I'm... I'm talking and communicating with a lot of people throughout the week, okay? And so I'd be stupid just because I don't agree with Barack Obama's politics to totally ignore Barack Obama because he is a fantastic, fantastic communicator. Again, it's going to be hard for you to think of someone better in recent history. 
especially someone as charismatic as Barack Obama. Okay? Um, so I study. Uh, I do a fair amount and spend a fair amount of time uh, studying what he does because he's got it figured out. The man has communication figured out better than probably most anyone right now. Okay? So, I spend time on that. I don't invalidate this because of my disagreement with Barack's politics. Okay? So, there's one example. So, let's use another example. Let's use Donald Trump. Okay? Let's use Trump. So, let's say you are not in any kind of agreement or not a supporter of Trump at all. Okay? You hate Trump. A lot of people do. Um, you're one of them. Okay? Well, you know there's probably no one in recent history that has taken as much heat on a daily basis as Donald Trump. Think about how many hate messages this man receives in front of his eyes, in his ears, every single day, day after day, month after month, year after year. Think about that. Okay? Whether, again, whether you like him or not, think of, just think about that part of it. And think about how well that is probably handled and even how well you could handle that. Could you handle that much heat every single day? Well, if you're in a position, let's say you're a coach. Let's say you're a CEO. Let's say you're in some role of leadership. What do you, whether you lead your family, whether you're leading a business, whether you're leading a group, whatever, you're going to have a lot of people not agreeing with you. And frankly, depending on the position, a lot of people not liking you at all. What can you learn about that? Because it's going to happen. It's reality. What can you learn from someone that you don't agree with, that you don't like, that can still be of value to you. And so I use um, Obama and I use Trump as two examples of guys that you may not agree with, but guys that you can learn a hell of a lot from, uh, even though you don't like or agree with them. And those two examples I just gave you, you can use examples in any area that you're looking to improve. So let's say you're into fitness and you want to get more fit, whether it's lose weight, be stronger, um, look better, whatever it is. I'm sure there are some folks that you've checked out, um, that you've noticed, that you don't care for, for whatever reason. You don't like what they say. You don't like what they do. You don't like that they're a man. You don't like that they're a woman. Whatever. Um, 
it'd be a mistake to totally ignore those folks that have something figured out that you're trying to figure out in that world just because you don't like them. So it'd be dumb for me to ignore someone that has figured out a way to, let's say, be a stronger person in your 50s, for example. So I'm 53 years old as I'm recording this. So if I don't agree with um, their politics, for example, if I don't agree with the way they lead their life, if I don't agree with some things they may have said, uh, but they've got this thing figured out, um, it would be dumb of me to totally disregard them because I don't agree with what they've got, what they got going on. Do you follow me? And I find a lot of people do this, including myself. And so let's kind of come full circle here. There are areas in your life that it's pretty easy to find folks that you like and that you agree with that have some things figured out that you want to improve in your life. Money, health, relationships, spirituality, whatever. That you're gonna, they're going to resonate with you. You like them. You maybe, maybe you like their podcast and you follow them and read their books. Great. Terrific. Just do not make the mistake of invalidating folks that have areas in which you want to improve figured out that you don't care for, that you don't respect, that you don't agree with. Okay, because if they've got things figured out, you need to be paying attention to them. So when it comes to borrowing, my message to you on this podcast is simply make sure when you are working on borrowing, which you should do to reach your potential in whatever area you want to reach it in, you not only pay attention to and listen to the folks that you like and that you agree with, you do the same thing with those folks that you may not like, you may not agree with, but you still should be paying attention to them because they have some areas of their life, business areas figured out that you want to improve. Just don't invalidate their message because of who they are and what they're doing. By the way, this goes for folks that aren't good people. I mean, there are lessons to be learned from folks that are really bad people. Again, you don't want to be a bad person, obviously, but even bad people have things figured out that you could probably learn from. And at the end of the day, even if you don't learn what to do, in many cases, you learn what? What not to do. Okay, I'll say that again. You learn what not to do. And that lesson can be even bigger than learning what to do, okay? So thanks for joining me on this week's podcast. Um, however, whenever you've listened to what I've had to say about borrowing today, I'm glad you spent some time with me. And hey, I would love to hear your comments on this. I'd love to hear your position. What do you do? What do you not do? Who are you paying attention to? Who do you not pay attention to? What are some of your habits regarding this? And if what I've said resonates with you, 
let me know that and uh, let me hear from you. All right. Have a great day. Have a great week or weekend. Whenever you've joined me, we will talk to you later. All right. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the Apartment Specialist Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.heartlandinvestmentrealestate.com.